Welcome to Orpidini. This is Saratova Best. We are learning about Yitzhak. We're doing the Mind Yitzhak Tafshin and Base. We're looking into what is the revolution of this year because, as we say, you don't have to read the news. You don't have to go on CNN you, to know what's going on in the world. And what's going to go on in the world, just learn Basi Lagani, every Yod Shvat. That is the template for what's going to be happening in the world. Last year, it was a year of war, that one you see in the newspapers. Um, Hashem is the warrior, Hashem Tzvakos, when he's fighting the evil and destroying the evil. Hmm, sounds familiar. So now, what is the revolution of this year as it's brought out in the Maimarm of Tushin Membase and Tushin Tzvakbase? Okay, so we're now on um, uh, Isaiah, Tushin Membase. The Eshlika, uh, sorry, oh, we forgot, very important. The revolution we see is that in order to understand the opportunities of the intensity of light that is being funneled down to us, so that we can then do what we need to do to win the war of ushering in the Geula, in order to appreciate the gifts that we're being given, how high they are, we need to appreciate, in order to appreciate the light and understand the light and know what to do with it, we need to know and understand the darkness. Rahman so to see how high it can go, we have to understand how low it can go. And that, and so somehow through the darkness, through the struggle, there shouldn't be any true darkness but just these little ridiculous struggles. Through the struggle, actually, we get to understand the quality of light and what what is being given to us now. Okay. So, hey, the Kashras, then the Maimara Yudusha, maybe Nasi, the Reina Balalu, Me'admar, Zakin, Alapasu, Mi, Kavaya, Lakena, Bechokra, Inoila. So, the Fidik Rebbe speaks about a Pasuk, the, uh, an explanation of the Alter Rebbe on the Pasuk, which is um, in the Eschanan, who is like Havaya Lokeinu, the whole Kreinu Elav, whoever calls out to him, he said the Pardis. So what does it say? The Shemus Sifri, Elav alone You're calling out to him and not to his Midas. You're calling out to Hashem, he's answering you, him himself, not how he shows himself, how he expresses himself, the real him. So the part that says, when it means I am reaching out to him, who is him? The light that come into vessels. So the Baal Shem Tov says, when I'm calling out to him, that means godliness in Kalim. Godliness in Kalim, specifically. So, and then, the simple explanation, as the Alter Rebbe brings out, I'm calling out to him, Atmos. So we have three different ways of understanding. Who is him that I am calling out to? Atmos. The, I'm calling out to the very essence of Hashem. Or, I'm calling out to the light that is in a vessel. So, um, and that's why it says, 
Okay, so that means I'm calling out those who call out to him. The tefila of every single yid is who am I calling out to when I am two things in a desperate situation I need help or I don't need help. I'm not desperate. I can be desperate, God forbid, if, um, you know, things aren't working out in life. God forbid. I can also be desperate from the longing for that intimacy with Hashem. Maybe life is working out. Everything's fine. You know, you've got everything's working out. But the thirst, and uh, by the way, we're learning this, Lili Nishmas, Shir Malkabas, Alexander Asher. Um, here is a person, the thirst to experience Hashem's unity way superseded in her life, way superseded, you know, the need of, oh, no, I, how am I going to pay my rent and all that other stuff. I, I, I think I could venture to say she knew that stuff would work out. You know, that, oh, no, how are we going to fix the wound? You know, I got this problem. But then what happens when you move up to the level where it's all good, you know, your life is working out, but I've got this problem that I feel this thirsting for something deeper, which, if I learn enough, I understand. It's a, a really deep relationship with Hashem in which he he gives me what he has, that infinity, etc. And then I bring it back into everyday life. So, Again, I'm coming, the tefillah could be, Hashem, please help me. So I could be relating to not the level of light that comes into vessels. I can be calling out to not light as it comes down to vessels, you know, in this world, you know, real life. That's not what I'm calling out to in in that passage. And not only to the light as it is in itself. But rather, I'm calling out to Atzmas and Mahus. Give me the essence of Hashem or, or nothing. <laughs> Give me the real thing or nothing. The Indian Zekasher im gam tarsa bal shem tov shakarish baruch asa kamos timtum derek kama elamus kadeshi yilah the yiliachula. So the bal shem tov says the following: Hashem contracts many times through many, many different worlds. So there should be La Adam so that we we, you and me, should have There you go. Thank you, Sharamalka. Hashem will contract himself many times. Which I guess for Hashem is probably not very comfortable. I mean you ever try to lose weight? You know? You ever try, if, let's say if you're a size 12 and you, let's say you have size 9 feet and you try to put them in size 7 shoes. Oh, no, good, right? You know, squeezing your feet into those shoes. You ever try to squeeze your feet into size 7 shoes? <laughs> your tube size is bigger. Can you imagine from that experience that for Hashem to squeeze himself into this world, contract himself and squeeze himself through all various worlds, and he's willing to do it. 
get his feet into those shoes, so to speak, to squeeze himself into this world. Why would he want to do it? He's in love. Who's he in love with? You. So he was willing to squeeze himself so that you, the person, through your Avaita, will be able to have access with him. Which is interesting, you know, there's a lot of talk about access. Access, access, meaning, you know, you want this, I want that, you know, we have to stop disagreeing and we have to just, you know, make a compromise and maybe. But real access is access with Hashem. What does Hashem want? You know, what does Hashem want? So, but we have this longing for access with Hashem, and he has a longing for access with us. And he will do whatever he has to do, squeeze himself, and squeeze himself to get into those shoes of the world so that we, through our Avaita, can have this access with Hashem, and vice versa. And through our Avaita, we get this access with him. And he had to go, he had to, we had to really squeeze ourselves. It's not simple doing a Vita. We really had to squeeze ourselves many, many times. And Hashem, probably even more. He had to go through Kamatimsun, a lot of squeezing himself down, contracting himself. Not easy. He's willing to do it because he wants you. And he wants that intimacy with you. And it sounds like he's kind of willing to do anything for that. That's how much he wants you. So we're talking about, this is a level of atmos, which is above, which is above all the levels, So we're saying, um, we're talking, so when we have this union with Hashem, which part of Him? His very essence. It's higher than all the levels. The levels on which you can say, um, um, you have to contract yourself. We just want, we want Him above even, you know, all those contractions, just like, before He contracted Himself. Not just before in time, but, so to speak, before in level. The place in which there's no contraction. You know, in other words, uh, you know, it's kind of like a couple gets married and she says, well, I will marry you if you, he says, I'll marry you if you lose 100 pounds and you never complain again, ever, and, uh, you only talk to me between the hours of 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. And you don't call me when I'm busy at work. And you don't, and, and uh, don't, you know, don't ask me for more than $100 a month spending money. And, 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 and. So you really have to put yourself through a lot of contractions to enter into that relationship. Um, and she might say <clears throat> to him, uh, n- no thanks, no thanks. I, uh, you know, why don't you just marry somebody else? 
I would like you, if you're interested, I would like to be married to somebody who um, marries me, the me, without all the contractions. Again, when it comes to us, we probably should do those contractions because we've got a lot of flaws. But Hashem doesn't have flaws. So there's a him before all the contractions. When he contracts, it's not because he has something wrong. We do have issues that we have to fix. Hashem doesn't have issues. So when he's, so the him, the essence of himself that's that's before and above all the contractions is the real him. And it's the best him. The contractions are simply, you know, to sync up, to hook up with us. Because, you know, because. So we're talking about a relationship with the real him above all those contractions. The chain move on. So the Mizritra Magad says the same thing. The Magad has two, I mean, many, among the Svarim of the Magad, he has Lukute Marim and Aratara. And he, he says the following. He tells us the following. Hashem contracted, so to speak, his luminosity, his light, his not his light, um, his, I don't know the word, is there such a word in English, luminosity? Kedimian Abba Simpson Esichla. It's kind of like when a father wants to explain something to a, a tiny, a small, small child. He really has to con- he contract his seichel. Umedaber Givrekatnas. And speak in baby language. If his little son asks, um, why, you know, why, why can't I, you know, oh, I know, somebody told me, it was very sweet, she said, her little daughter, who was five years old, used to ask her, why can't I get married, even though I'm five years old? And she wasn't quite sure what to answer. And then her little daughter came to her and said, Mommy, you don't have to tell me, I figured it out. I know why girls who are five years old can't get married. Oh, okay. Why? She said because they don't make gowns that size. They don't make wedding gowns that size. She said, "Oh, okay. <laughs> right? There we go." So, in, how how are you going to explain to a five year old why she can't get married when she's five? It's too complex, etc. It's not going to understand it. So you have to really. I'm not going to say dumb it down, but you really have to contract it to the point where she'll understand. For this little child, she figured it out on her own. You can't get married when you're five years old because they don't make gowns, that wedding gowns that size. And it's not a joke. She's sort of grasping the profundity of it on her level. She's thinking about gowns. If you can't get a lavouche that fits you when you're five years old, then it's not for you. It's not an activity that's for you if you can't get, so to speak, a lavush. When you enter into that relationship, it's through def- different lavushes. And since there is no lavush that fits your size at that stage of life, it's not for you. But go explain that. So the father would have to contract his deep understanding, you know, when the Mithla Rebbe got married, um, it seems that after the chuppah, 
the Alter Rebbe had to sit down sometime after the chuppah. The Alter Rebbe had to sit down and um, explain deep in Yonim and Chassidus to the Mithra Rebbe what 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 is the next stage now in marriage. You know, yes, there will be a mimer when when the it seems that when the Mithra Rebbe was asked which shidduch would you like, I was told as the Mithra Rebbe said, whichever girl says yes faster is the one I'm going to marry because I want to get married so because my father is going to say a mar a chasana mimer for me only when I get married. He's not going to say it before. And I really want to hear that mimer. So whoever will say yes the fastest, whichever girl will agree to the wedding being sooner, she's the one I'll marry. I don't care. I'm going to marry whoever gets me to that mimer. <clears throat> After the, the Mithra Rebbe got married, he understood that there are many more aspects to marriage than he, the mimer is the template for it. And then there are many more practical aspects to 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 marriage. So how does how do you transmit this? Well not is Mithlareb wasn't a five year old, but how do you transmit great deep haskala to a little child who's asking why can't I get married when I'm five years old? So that's the same point that in order for Hashem to enter into a marriage with us, he really has to come down to our level and go through many probably painful contractions for him himself. Now, by the way, so if you're looking for inspiration, how to avoid, how to help Hashem avoid discomfort in himself, um, give him less, fewer contractions. In other words, expand yourself, expand your intellect, expand your, your Move your intellect higher up, a higher notch and a higher notch and a higher notch by learning deep chassidus and integrating it as much as you can so that you're opening up your vessel and you're moving up so he doesn't have to come down so low to meet with you. He can meet you on a higher level because you reach up to him. If if our concern is, wow, it's really painful for Hashem to come down to my level and meet with me, so how about... Climbing up a little bit higher, not just in our midas. It used to be that we would have to, you know, be a better person and have more Abbas Yisrael. And, you know, I'm saying it in cynically, cynical way. I'm sorry because I'm not a great midas person. But beside, but a vitus amidas, a vitus alev was one thing. Become a mensch. And then we moved up to. And we move up to, in the process of going into Geula, Avaitis HaMaychin. It's no longer enough to, you know, really use your learning to become a real mensch. But now the Avaita is, of course, be a mensch. And Dasa You're here to enter into this marriage with Hashem by knowing Him. Adam knew Chava. That was the basis. He knew her in every level of reality. That was their relationship. Hashem wants to know us on every level of reality, but he has to have somebody, he wants us to know him. There has to be somebody that he can relate to. So that's our inspiration. Move up higher so he doesn't have to come down so low to meet with us. Um, 
The fact that a father will go, will put so much effort into kind of dumbing down his message so that the little child will understand it is because he loves his son with an essence love, Ava Atmis. How can you love someone with Ava Atmis? Only because up above Hashem loves us with Ava Atmis. So it opens up the way for us to be able to do that. Everything down here comes from what's going on in the upper realms with Hashem. And that's the Indian of Atmi. So this is what the Tzemach Tzedek says in the Mitzvah's Tzedek. The Indian of, of, of Ava. Who do I have? Says Hashem. Uh, or we say, um, um, gee, I'm not sure if Hashem says it or we say it, it's in Tehillim. Who do I have in the heavens? Um, okay, I have to look it up. Amcha Lochavatsi Baris. Shekach. This is what the Alter Rebbe used to say. I see. Ich will ze gor nischt. Ich will nit dein Ganeden. Hashem, I don't want your Ganeden. Ich will nit dein Eilam Haba. I'm not interested in your Eilam Haba. Don't, don't, don't give me the small stuff, Hashem. Don't give me the little uh, dollar store presents. Interesting how the Alter Rebbe, so to speak, he said, don't give me this small stuff. What for the rest of the Jewish world for all of history was considered the big, 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 the Alter Rebbe saying, meh, don't bother. Thank you. Thanks, but no thanks. I want the real thing. Or nothing. Ich will mehr nit as dichalein. I just want you, Hashem. I don't want your Alam Haba. I don't want your Gan Eden. You're going to give me, throw me these little prizes, wrapped up fancy. Ooh, ah, wow. I want Alam Haba. I want a seat on the Eastern Wall. Woo, wow. The elder Rebbe saying, Peh. It's okay. Give it to, forget it. I don't want it. In Shari Yuchid of the Mittler Rebbe, in, um, in, I'm sorry, I don't know. Sheinian milish shamayim. So when, what is the Mithla Rebbe saying in Shari Yuchid? I, I don't know. I have to look it up here. This pasuk milish b'shamayim. Who do I have in the heavens? Kai. That means kai gamal b'chinas soyve v'keli shalifneet simsim. Who do I have in the heavens? Means the level of soyve, the general soyve before Hashem contracts himself. You know the real Hashem up there before he squeezes himself down into getting into these shoes down here? That's why I have in Shemayim. But Pisa moving should be very So when the Alter Rebbe, the father of the Middle Rebbe, says, I don't, come on, I, I, I don't want all that other, that, those little prizes. I want real, real thing. You know what the Alter Rebbe is rejecting? Saying, nah, I don't want that stuff. 
He's rejecting the highest revelations before the Timson. What everybody else would call, wow, the altar of the saying, no, 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 no. Not for me. Not for us. Kufishim assigned the Tshilasa, the Alter Rebbe says, in his, ends in his Tshilasa. I don't want anything other than you alone. Atmas Mahus. Matim Lepirusha Be'ela That goes with the Perush. I want, I'm speaking to him, not his Midas. Not how he expresses himself, not all his presence, his gifts, his love language. Da, da, him, 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 him. The Kavani is to Atmas Mahus. And we'll do one more piece. So in the year, um, whatever, Tafresh Chassayim, 1867, probably 1866 and 67, um, probably 1867, and there, in this mimer, in 1867, wait, wasn't that when the United States, 1867, or oh, maybe it was when Canada became a nation. Something happened then. Uh, I can't remember. Something, something important happened then in the, in the new world. I think it was Canada, because we had a song in camp. In 1867, our nation came to be. Right, there we go. Right, right, right. So, look at that. So the Alter Rebbe, the myth, sorry, the Rebbe Marash is saying there in his mimer that a hundred, that, that the year that Canada became a nation, um, he's bringing there in his mimer the mimer of the Alter Rebbe, which is Lahavan Indian Orange Site. The Alter Rebbe is explaining in a mimer to understand the Indian of what is Orange Site. This Indian of the Alter Rebbe is connected with what's explained in Basi Lagani, in Chapter 12, the one we're learning. So all of this, what we're learning this year, Chapter 12, perfect for Canadians, right, <laughs> is connected to this idea of, well, I want Hashem, the real thing, or in Saif. So in addition to the Ha'aras and the footnotes, etc., of the Temachtetic and the Rebbe Marash, and then in the mind, B'divrechaim Naftali Ila Shalucha Noisen Imi Shafar, I don't know what it means. So, what does it all mean? So, we're talking about explanations from the Alter Rebbe, the Temachtetic, the Rebbe Marash, the Friediger Rebbe, Yesh, and then the Rebbe, the Yesh Ledakte, Shemas Hilbalash and Nekeva. It's interesting. It starts with feminine language. And it ends We're going to finish in five minutes. It starts with um, female, feminine language and it ends with masculine language. I'm not sure where the feminine language and where the masculine language is, but we'll see. I see. Before Hashem contracts himself, he's the man. He's like the man, you know, strong, powerful, like no compromises, like, you know, woman, move out of my way. I'm building the empire, right? I got work to do. Hashem, before this symptom, is full power, masculine, full power, like, wow. 
nothing like wow nothing nothing not nothing softened he's like Phew! which is why in order to create a world he's got to soften up a bit become a little more feminine because otherwise the world will keep you know <laughs> being blown to smithereens so after Hashem contracts himself he becomes more feminine Softer, weaker, so to speak, mimicking weakness. Because when you have to, you know, contract yourself, it's 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 a certain level of vulnerability. You havayar are alone. You made the heavens. It doesn't say ata. It says ata. I see ata. You, he, he, masculine. Who havaya? You, masculine energies havaya. Levatcha. Just you, masculine energy alone. At. Now it turns to at, not ata. You, but the hey is missing. All of a sudden, you became more feminine. At. Asi says Hashemayim. You made the heavens. It's you alone, Hashem. No compromises. Masculine. And then immediately you contract yourself and you made the, the heavens. You're already in a feminine mode. Even when you're making the heavens. Why? Because the light that becomes the source of the world, you made the heavens and the earth. That's you already more feminine. Hashem. While you day it's after contractions. The you know even with a child, the masculine energy, the pure masculine energy will like, you know, be um, more less rachmanis. You know, yeah, this child should, uh, you know, doesn't want to eat. Let him go to sleep without eating. And right, that's the masculine instinct. You know, tough love. This is the way it is. And then the mother will kind of sneak him some food in his room. No, but the child has to eat. Not saying father is masculine and mother is feminine, but the masculine energy will say no compromises, no breaking the rules, and the feminine energy will be softer. So when Hashem is already creating the heavens and the earth, he has to be softer. You know, we're going to be in this world and it's got to be softer. Otherwise, the world will not sustain. Again, you're in feminine. When we're talking about tefillah, davening, naftali, from the word tefillah, so when we're, t- when we're talking about the brachas to all the shvatim, naftali, ilashlucha, it, it, there's a feminine language spoken about with Naftali. Because Naftali is connected to davening, tefillah. When you're davening to Hashem, you're trying, you're asking for a lack to be filled. Why would you have a lack in your life? Because of the tzimtzum. You could only have problems, God forbid, because Hashem contracted himself. On the level of our ain't there are no problems. There's no room for problems. 
It's because Hashem contracted himself that, God forbid, there are problems in the world. And because there are problems, we reach up and we ask for the problem to be taken away. And it's a feminine language. You know, I'm small, I'm weak, big, tall, strong, please take away the problem. When we we ask Hashem to fix our problems, we ask with a certain level of feminine bittle. I can't do it all, Hashem. I, you know, I have to move my car to the other side of the street and it doesn't start. Hashem, I'm not a mechanic. And I actually can't physically just pick up the car and move it to the other side of the street unless, Hashem, you make the motor work so I can move it to the other side of the street and not get a ticket. So I am weak and you are strong. I am feminine. You are masculine. So I davened. And through that davening, I'm able to bring down the light. Hashem, I'm asking you to answer me and fix this problem from the part of you before you created any brokenness in the world. My car won't move to the other side of the street because you did a symptom and therefore there can be brokenness in the world. Can you answer me from the place that, from the place in which there's no brokenness? And then automatically, you don't have to create a miracle to get my car over to the other side of the street. On the level of before the symptom, cars, you, you just press a button and the car picks up and flies to the other side of the street. There are no limitations. Inside the Simpson, <laughs> you don't do that. Before the Simpson, I just look at the car and say, move to the other side of the street. And it does. It just flies over. So I'm asking Hashem from a feminine, weak point of view. I have a problem because of your Simpson, Hashem. I don't know what to do about my car. Please answer me from the before, above the Simpson and just move the car to the other side of the street, or one of billions of different solutions. Like, the police won't care. And they'll say, oh, that, oh, oh my goodness, you're a Jew who does Torah mitzvahs and learns in Yanni Mashiach Gula. Oh, you don't have to worry about moving your car. Don't worry. We'll bring a tow truck. You know, we do need all cars on the other side of the street to, to clean it. But since you are such a holy person who is spreading so much light in the world, for you, we have actually special tow truck. We'll just, we have actually a crew who comes along and they, they can sense which cars belong to holy people. And we will, we have a crew that just picks up your car. It's about 10 or 20 big strong guys who normally used to be involved in crimes, but they just want to do good things and they'll just physically pick up your car and put it the other side of the street. And then when you need to be brought back to this side of the street, just call us and, you know, we're here to serve you. Just asking for a shem for a solution from above the symptoms. that high. We're talking about a solution from higher than any limitation of upper and lower. This is like the feel of the Alter Rebbe. the Semach brings in his Torah. This becomes a template for us. What's the Alter Rebbe saying? Please don't give me solutions from this limited world. Real thing. Give me solutions from the real thing. In a way that I can, can 
unify with this and with Hashem's essence in a wondrous union and a wondrous intimacy. So that we be able to come to the level of a vita of unity and oneness and intimacy with Atmos and Mahus, Hashem's very essence, which is expressed by the Alter Rebbe in, and we end here in the following words, Ich will mer nit az dich alein. I want nothing more than you alone. You. So Hashem, we're saying, Ich will mer nit az dich alein. We want nothing other than you. And all the ramifications of that relationship, which automatically lands us in the Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi in the Gula Mitis Vashlema and we're asking you to give it to us immediately now so that we can serve you and unfold the Gula and shine your light on the entire world forever and ever starting now.